वन फाइन डे वन ऑफ द किड सेड दीदी मुसलमानों को तो पाकिस्तान चले जाना चाहिए एंड एट दैट पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम माई हार्ट ब्रोक एंड आई वॉज लाइक लाइक वॉट एम आई डूइंग लाइक इफ आई एम नॉट एबल टू क्रिएट शिफ्ट इन द माइंड सेट सो आई पिंक समबडी फ्रॉम टीचर पाकिस्तान एंड आई सेड है हाउ आर यू एंड वुड रियली लाइक टू कनेक्ट एंड वी अरेंज थ्री थ्री कॉल सीरीज फॉर द स्टूडेंट्स वेर इन आर स्टूडेंट्स वुड जस्ट गेट टू इंटरेक्ट विद ईच अदर एंड दे स्पोक अबाउट शाहरुख खान एंड बॉलीवुड मूवीज दे सैंग सॉन्ग्स एंड बाई द एंड ऑफ दोज थ्री सेशंस दे वर लाइक दीदी ये तो हमारी तरह ही है ये तो कपड़े भी हमारी तरह पहनते हैं ये तो बात भी हमारी तरह करते हैं Hi everyone. Welcome to the Right Now show. Hope you all are doing well and safe. The Right Now show is all about spreading inspiring ideas. Nelson Mandela once said, "Education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world." On that very note, we have a wonderful and an inspiring guest today on the Right Now show. So, give it up for Abhinav do the introduction honors uh, thanks for that intro abhi today we have an amazing guest amongst us uh, and she is sakshi sharma i i came to know sakshi last year through one of our mutual friends and uh, it was it was actually uh, you know we bonded pretty fast and one of the reasons that we bonded was that you know she was working in education sector and she still is and i had worked uh, for a while in education sector and that was one of our major bonding point so uh, so much to discuss and so i had so much to learn from her also so uh, that said sakshi sharma was a fellow at uh, teach for india for last couple of years she has started several initiatives one of which is called beyond boundaries which aims at connecting children of the world how we'll know that shortly and she is a she is an aspiring educationist and uh, she stands especially for uh, you know women's education in this country and bringing education equity and uh, without any further ado i call upon sakshi to take us through her journey sakshi sharma over to you yeah thank you so much abhinav and abhinandan for uh, having me here and for giving me this opportunity to talk to you guys and uh, through that talk to uh, your great audience uh, talking about my journey as abhinav rightly said one of our mutual friend she uh, after our graduation she started a fellowship at uh, shri satyasai vidyavani program uh, wherein she used to teach uh, in a school in a very small village near yamunanagar in dadwa and uh, i happened to visit her Uh, and uh, when i went there and i saw the kind of work she's doing and the kind of change she's bringing in the lives of the students i was so inspired by her work uh, and uh, with that i always thought ki maybe i would like to do my bit in this uh, in this great mission of ours to bring education like uh, uh, equity in india like after my post graduation i happened to know about teach for india then like uh, i spoke to a few uh, fellows and uh, then i thought that this is my calling and uh, i joined teach for india as a fellow and started teaching 
एट्थ एंड नाइन्थ ग्रेड गर्ल्स इन अ गवर्नमेंट स्कूल इन न्यू डेली एंड दैट इज हाउ माई जर्नी स्टार्टेड आई लर्न विद दैम वी बोथ माई गर्ल्स एंड लाइक ऑल माई गर्ल्स एंड आई एक्सप्लोर्ड एजुकेशन एंड वॉट इट मीन्स टू आर टूगेदर सो या दैट इज प्रिटी मच इट एंड टॉकिंग अ बेट अबाउट हाउ वी स्टार्टेड बियॉन्ड बाउंड्रीज सो आई वॉज टीचिंग इन न्यू डेली एंड in year 2019 decemberish uh there were a lot of things that were happening in in here with respect to caa and nrc protests and uh, since my school is very close to uh, jamia our school was closed for two three days there was learning loss and the day we came back i really thought that we should talk about it and uh, like any like we used to have these charcha spaces and we spoke about what is happening in ca what is happening in nrc what is happening in the country and uh, i realized that uh, the kind of community my girls come from they haven't explored much they haven't seen uh, the world outside and uh, i wanted to create that uh, access and exposure for them and uh, like in my undergraduation days we uh, we used to have this subject called unity of religion and because i was feeling that there there is a solid divide in the class because of which they are not able to communicate well they are not able to collaborate uh, so we started doing uh, these uh, uh, unity of religion classes wherein we we talk about various religions and like every uh, like every group will talk about one religion uh, no matter from where they are and what they are doing and uh, like it was it was working but i could see that you know like it's just on paper and nothing much is happening uh, and one fine day one of the kids said didi musalmano ko to pakistan chale jana chahiye and at that point of time my heart broke and i was like like what am i doing uh, like if i'm not able to create shift in the mindset if the kids are still thinking like this why am i here and uh, like i started searching and thinking about what can be done and like from where and, and i can create the taxes sorry yeah. to interrupt i mean like uh, if you look at that bias and uh, you know the mindset it it begins actually at kind of that age right and it's yeah uh, and it is because like everybody around is thinking like that they haven't been to other places they haven't seen other people so how will they know how they are right so like that because it was like going on in my head that we need to do something and like something has to be done exactly what i don't know so i am quite active on linkedin so i pinged somebody from teacher pakistan and i said hey how are you and would really like to connect and uh, then we both uh, spoke about education in our countries and how similar it is and how we are affected by the education system of the colonial era and uh, we arranged a three uh, three call uh, series for the students wherein our students would just get to interact with each other we do not have a lesson plan we do not have anything they are just going to sit in front of the laptop just see how the, those kids are just talk to them and uh, in the first session they were like okay they just look like us 
and uh, they spoke about Shahrukh Khan and Bollywood movies. They sang songs, and by the end of th- those three sessions, they were like, "Didi, ये तो हमारी तरह ही हैं, ये तो कपड़े भी हमारी तरह पहनते हैं, ये तो बात भी हमारी तरह करते हैं." And uh, I could see that their mindset is changing. I could see that they were questioning themselves, and that is the whole point of education, right? To to be able to think for yourself and not be influenced by others. So. I think uh, when they saw that how similar the two countries are, they started believing that you know together we can create change in the world, and not just in our community, not just in Delhi, not just in India, but in the world. And that was the seed for Beyond Boundaries. And like uh, next year, we piloted uh, we piloted the first uh, global peace building fellowship where students from eight different countries they came together. they worked on sustainable development goals and uh, we were thinking how we can do it and like what kind of curriculum we should have so uh, like we we did it using filmmaking we did it using collaborative research work the students collaborated and made a rap song together and they created all this magic all by themselves and uh, yeah i'm really proud of what they have achieved and what they have done yeah so sakshi i think uh, the overall underlying current uh, that i can sense from what you're speaking is the the i mean the important value of human kind right so at the end of the day we are all humans right so countries are something that uh, is a geographical division right uh, and obviously we are brought up in different cultures but the underlying current is human kind uh, so my just uh, understanding of my question to you is that since you've brought people together from uh, close around eight countries right uh, what are the challenges that you face because obviously we are restricted in terms of geographical boundaries and how we can really meet people but to interact with them uh, to kind of uh, how do you sense that okay they are at, at your frequency they vibe at your frequency and then all of them are on the same plane that you are so how did you do how did you bring about the uh, those that change Uh, i would say that it is uh, it is not an easy task because your culture is very different your accents are very different and the kids uh, like the kids i was teaching come from a uh, from a very low socio economic background and like it was very difficult for them to even uh, sometimes understand what the what the person from maybe ghana is saying uh, and how we do it we we just do it and then uh, like with experience and with the Uh, you know they they have been speaking to them for like three four uh, weeks and in the first week they'll not be able to understand what the other person is saying and i'll have to uh, i'll have to inter- intervene and i'll have to translate it probably like in indian english and uh, in the second week it will become better in third week it will they will, they will become friends so uh, yeah that is one of the challenge uh, the accent of students like it it depends on from where they are, they all are coming and the students i was i was connecting were uh, not from a background where they they had the access and exposure so that was one uh, that was one aspect the second would be uh, the globe is a huge place and it is very difficult to you know find the right golden time wherein everybody it is a normal time for everybody so if a kid is in let's say vancouver and the other kid is in japan how am i going to find a time <laughs> wherein they both can it it's a normal time for both of them and not like one at night so that was something which we did by uh, blocking uh, east uh, like blocking the time for example 
like we made sure that we uh, we have that that golden hour and we take students from that particular time zone only and uh, like probably in future if we have like two cohorts or three cohorts we can have students from like extreme ends of the world but uh, right now we we make sure that the kids are only from this uh, uh, golden uh, zone of the world wherein we can connect why, why don't why don't corporates actually uh, you know implement better timings because i i almost see all the time indians compromising and you know us people being on their own time us people and you know different abroad people <laughs> i don't understand why corporates don't do it <laughs> anyway <laughs> like they should because if you are working in your normal time it becomes very easy for them to work because working for kids working like uh, chatting with somebody at 3 am about sustainable development goals will not make any sense yeah so now that uh, you said that you know sustainable development goals which are like i think um 70 there are 17 of them right sustainable development goals so what do like kids talk like how do kids know about sustainable development and like uh, do you simplify topics for them and uh, kind of ask them to interact like so what do actually, they exactly talk so sustainable development goals are goals for your 2030 and people who are in schools right now they will be adults by then and if we want to achieve those goals it is important for us to collaborate with these kids these kids should know that what the world is going uh, towards what the world wants and that is why sustainable development goals are something which uh, uh, we make sure that our kids understand well uh, we have collaborated with a few organizations who make sustainable development goals uh, easy for the students and uh, they they provide us with the curriculum they provide us with the lesson plans and then we give it to the mentors so mentors are basically uh people who uh, who guide a group of five people from our cohort of the global peace building fellowship so yeah so that is how they know what sustainable development goals are and that is how uh, they feel connected to what they are doing yeah. so i think uh, sakshi uh, something that we are talking about uh, which is sustainable development so we've not been brought up uh, i mean our curriculums as such when we were studying didn't really focus on sustainable development right so i mean it was not a topic that was majorly discussed right and that gets me to the idea that uh, the current curriculum or the the education system is more in terms of a bookish culture wherein you having that's something that everyone knows so it, it's not that it's not new it's been widely discussed right but then there's this new form of education where you're forced or you're you're encouraged to think right uh, and then when you think uh, that kind of ties in with the sustainable de- sustainable development right so when you suddenly think that look education is all about uh, knowledge right and then we have a world today uh, we have to pass it on to a better uh, uh, to in a, in a better i mean in a better form to the next generation right so how do you bring about the overall shift in terms of uh the ratta uh, ratta mar education wherein we are just kind of mugging to uh encouraging the students to think because obviously as students are students at the end of the day you they sitting here in hindsight we know that okay look we should have th- probably thought but uh students at the end of the day are just small kids right so how do you bring about that shift in terms of uh, a thinking culture 
so yeah that's yeah. something i wanted to know yeah so uh, working in a government system where everybody is talking about tumhare kitne number aaye uh, what grade have you got uh, it was difficult to change that mindset and uh, like how we did it in the class we like whenever we are teaching we do not teach like you know today we are going to learn about uh, the oceans of the world we talk we uh, speak it in a way that uh, you know the kids are really interested as to why i should know that the the world has got these many oceans and all like what are the shapes of these oceans uh, how is it affecting you and uh, if we are talking about democracy how is it how is democracy affecting you and can we create a democracy in this class in this very classroom can we create one person who is responsible for let's say uh, that nobody nobody is uh, doing cheating in the in the exams and like everybody has got all the stationery can we make the democratic system in the classroom so it all depends on uh, a the kind of uh, lesson plans you create in the classroom b uh, so like according to me what is important what should have been done in school is uh, we should teach students how to learn and not what to learn we should teach students uh, how to think and not exactly what to think and our textbooks uh, have been doing this have been uh, teaching us what to think and not how to think uh, and uh, like we have created a lot of uh, i would say models wherein students can uh, students can make a mind map wherein uh, they can write that you know i think this should be done and this is why i think this and two people can disagree two students can disagree on uh, you know their thought process and on uh, even the end result and that is okay and it all depends on the uh, teacher and the kind of system we are creating and i think today uh, both teaching and learning is changing at a drastic pace we were teaching like how we taught 50 years back the textbooks were same everything was same and uh, i think today covid did one good thing we are we are uh, thinking that why we are we are teaching kids like we were teaching 50 years back why why they have to write an exam and they probably the kid is good with making a video why can't he, he or she just sit in front of the camera make a video about it why, why not yeah the, yeah and why not he or she can start a project in the community why does the kid has to write it in the exam that this is what i feel why does the kid have to write an essay about it probably that is not something uh, he is good he or she is good at probably probably uh, he or she is more creative than expressive in terms of writing in words so yeah that is something which Uh, we did it in the cl- we did it in the classroom kids wrote a rap about uh, news that is uh, that was coming we we used things uh, like flip grid wherein they will just use uh, video messages to explain whatever they feel so yeah like a lot of things are changing but at the same time because there is so much of inequity in india these things are not uh, like in every school these things are not going to the rural kids so that is something which we need to think about how we are going to do that because uh, skill development is the main essence right so if we are creating skills for uh, few kids why not uh, why not uh, redesign and redesign according to uh, the needs of the kids in the rural area or kids uh, from uh, lower socio economic background why not when kids uh, from these uh, 
high-end society are learning about coding and how to think. Why not kids from other backgrounds? That's actually the point that I was coming to. You know, like there is you know all this Vedanta, Baiju, and uh, so many online ed tech platforms that are coming in and trying to make learning as fun as possible. Uh, but there is there is still a huge gap when it comes to you know children say rural areas or even urban areas urban actually in fact they say that you know urban poverty is uh, way worse than rural poverty uh, because obviously the cost of living etc is way high in a city but uh, there is like a huge there's like a huge gap and there's a huge inequity so the also the other thing uh, that i wanted to touch upon was that uh, not just this kind of rural urban gap socio economic but also gender based there is so much gap right so uh, what are your views on that uh yeah so when i started teaching in a girls school i was like yeah this is really fun and uh, all these girls uh, like i am really passionate about creating equality in the world and i always felt that you know why there are certain things which only a girl is supposed to do why if both like in a normal uh, low middle class household if uh, a girl and a boy are sitting together eating food the girl is supposed to get up get a glass of water for her brother why is it like that and uh, that is something which i wanted to change in the like change through like teaching and education and in the classroom and uh, we used to speak a lot about you know what is happening in our households and uh, like how we are responsible for our younger siblings our brothers and uh, like and like since i was teaching uh, teenagers it became a problem uh, when some of the girls parents would tell that iski to 2 saal mein shaadi kar denge and it it once actually happened you know uh, one of the one of my student because it was locked down it was very difficult for me to communicate very well because they don't have like cell phone sometimes they don't have network they have gone to the village and uh, i got a call one day that uh, uh, didi uh, mummy or papa keh rahe hain ki uh, school se naam katana hoga mere ko uh, bata do ki process kya hai uh, and i said uh, like why are you like shifting to some other place are you Uh, will you be studying in your village and she said nahi didi wo meri shaadi karwa rahe hain and uh, i was like what uh, and uh, you know because there was financial pressure on the parents so parents also want good things for the kids whether it is girl or it is boy but they feel that if the girl is married she will be happy they do not dream big enough that probably she can become prime minister of india or she can become something really good and take them out of the poverty and we just need to help them to think big that your girl is doing good if you keep her in school she will take you out of the poverty she will take her brothers out of the poverty and uh, like to tell you one uh, story so there is one student okay um, her name is jyoti she is a really good poet and uh, when she was in the classroom she was uh she she used to go to all these slam poetries and uh, she scored really well then she got uh she got full scholarship from dps school and when she went to dps uh, her life changed now she is studying in ashoka university 
she is doing her bachelor's in economics honors and uh, soon she will be leaving uh, like she is preparing uh, for uh, her uh, education abroad and uh, when i see her parents and how her parents uh, idea of what a girl is supposed to do has changed and this has not changed because of one fellow this has changed because of multiple fellows multiple people coming in their lives and uh, helping them to dream big enough helping them to think big, big enough that you know she is going to take them out of poverty and like if you give uh, if you give her wings she is going to fly and she is going to make your lives also happy she is going to be happy as well so yeah like i have witnessed a few stories like that yeah that's truly inspiring so uh, i think th- something that's uh, a question right and uh, more probably an observation as an offshoot of this whole discussion is that uh when you're talking about girl children and their education right they spend an x amount of time in school but then the major amount of time that they spend is at their home and then obviously there's an ecosystem wherein you have uh phones you have uh, your parents at home you have your friends at uh, uh i mean outside the school so how do you kind of uh bridge that gap in terms of uh the parents at home right or the friends uh so is it that you communicate with the parents to or else the overall focus is on the chi- the the children the girl children and then kind of uh letting her know that it is her responsibility to kind of educate other people or do you kind of uh widen the reach that you have and then also speak to other people who are in her ecosystem right so how do you do that so uh, i think school ecosystem community all these things are very related to each other we cannot differentiate between what is uh, school and what is community so what we do is we do community visits wherein we go to these homes and uh, we mingle with the family uh, when i remember when we were uh, under our training we spent two days in one of, one of the students household and we knew what happens there where namak is where chini is we cooked with them and that is how you connect with people and once you connect with people they start they start accepting you they start respecting you they start listening to you and listening is the most important thing in this um, i'd like to tell you a story about it so uh, there is a school in uh, new delhi wherein the school was closed and uh, the principal was not allowing the fellows to work in the school so what the the fellows did is they uh, they rented a, a a place in the community they started calling the students after the school and not only students but the mothers of the students as well and uh, they were not teaching there they were just talking to people they were just talking aur batao kya chal raha hai ghar pe aapko kya acha lagta hai and then the fellows realized that you know uh, if you invest mothers in the education of the students magic happens and uh, the she realized that you know uh, the mothers are really interested in working in increasing the income of the family but because there are xyz problems they are not able to do it she also realized that they all are go- very good at stretching they all have got uh, these uh, swing machines and uh, they they started an initiative called khwab wherein the mothers of the students they would come uh, they uh, they'll uh, stitch clothes they'll stitch uh, uh, diaries and all these uh, interesting little things and then the 
fellow started like this whole uh, project khwab wherein she'd sell all these things and uh, the money will go to the mothers now the mothers were doing this the students were studying and just exploring how uh, how how balance sheet works ninth grade students is learning how what profits are what losses are and how much money we are getting in so th- all this is actually creating like a lot of uh, giving a lot of access and exposure to them and it is eventually creating skill not only for uh, the students but also for their mothers and like initially it would happen that if uh, if the fellow is wearing probably jeans they think jeans pehen ke aayi hai and after that they'll become very normal with that they'll start wearing jeans and like for for most of us it's be like like wearing jeans is not a big deal but for them it is because it is symbol it is symbolizing their freedom and uh, so yeah there are like it's just that you need to invest in people you just need to talk to them i think uh, that's like really important it, like there are so many stakeholders involved when uh, you're trying to build a child's education and education is a very long term process like you said earlier right that parents at times they don't have a choice they look for a short term gain you know for example a girl is there and this the whole uh, thing of getting her married and you know the whole dowry system that prevails in india even now yeah. uh, that's like a short term financial out for them but for them to understand uh, you know that education is something that will take them it'll take a long time obviously but it'll take them out forever from that problem yeah. that's a very difficult thing and uh, there were some you know there are really stereotypical uh, kind of stories that you hear that you know uh, for example a kid who is studying in a school he goes back home uh, very 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 humble family and uh, you know father gets drunk and beats mom and things like that and i thought these were this cannot be like yeah there will be cases like this but uh, this is way too stereotypical and i was actually shocked to see uh, when i worked one year as a fellow in haryana so i realized that these things are like very much true parents getting invested in children's education is is the next level stuff like that's like the pinnacle of education where you know like your parents are learning with you they are like being your friend and encouraging you but this was a very sad situation where you know like parents don't have control on their lives itself and they don't have a way out so that was like a really uh, you know difficult ground reality to face and uh, i i think the whole initiative of involving mothers is is like very amazing like yeah because like i have seen the change uh, it can create every parent wants good things for this for the child and uh, it's just that they do not know what to do and how to do it and like they don't know if it is even possible for them so you just need to change that you just need to help them see that it can happen mm-hmm.